What is going on, everybody? Time to see you back in for another episode of FUT Live today with Joey and Felix. We're here doing a deep dive on the deep dive on FIFA Ultimate Team 22. Unfortunately, we do all have access to the beta. We're playing it, but we cannot talk about it. So we will hold all our discussion on what was provided to us from EA on the forums and the website with the deep dive, as I said. So, Joey, Felix, how are you guys doing today? Doing well, mate. Sweating a bit because it's really hot over here, but yeah. Uh, it's hot over here, too. Yeah, it's so well, hot. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like, it is hot everywhere right now. It sounds like yeah. Uh, it was uh, yesterday. It was insane. Like I had a little housewarming party, and I thought it was gonna be nice. It was a nice day. I was like, good. Everyone could be outside, and everyone is inside because of the AC. So end up backfiring. Why are you, why are you doing, way too hot. Why are you doing parties to warm the house when it's fucking roasting outside anyway? Already, oh, like yeah. okay. seems, seems like. Well, this guy's got jokes. He has jokes, folks. <laughs> For days. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so getting right into the FIFA 22 deep dive, um, like we said, we didn't do an episode last week because we aren't just going to do them until FIFA 22 comes out. Essentially, if we can talk about the beta, I don't even think you can. Like, I think even after it closes, it's like all of a sudden just kind of the game comes out and you're not allowed to talk about the beta still because it's yeah, even yeah. after it closes. So it's so weird. I, I, I put this on Twitter. I said it, it, it says a lot about it kind of just sums up a lot about like EA and stuff like that when all these new games coming out have op- actively open betas where they, like, it just builds the game up on Twitter and stuff like that, builds up excitement for the game to come out, um, and EA continues every single year to have closed betas. I think that just sums up a lot about just EA and everything, so. Yeah, but but honestly, our community, like, the, the fuck community, or FIFA community, rather, I it's just, we are so negative, and I understand, <laughs> it's understandably so. I think they're worried that if they were to ever do an open beta, people would just crap all over it on Twitter, because no one... Like you're always gonna have people who like the the fresh changes, and then the people that are gonna hate it. There's never gonna be like, oh, okay, uh, the game's good, the game's whatever to be built on. So I think, from from one standpoint, they're probably worried about just the amount of negative, like coverage it's gonna get over Twitter and Instagram and YouTube, essentially. So that's probably why they want to keep it just tight knit. Although I guarantee you, people are sharing it all over Twitter. Like, how are they gonna close people's accounts? You know, I've seen uh, Itani's done a massive tweet, for example, talking about the beta, and he's not the only one. It's just one that I thought of. Well, yeah, he's a big name, head. though. Like, yeah, but there is so many you... people who just openly discuss it, which I think is honestly that's the way it should be. But it's it annoys me because it's not the way it's meant to be right now. So if you, if they please just stick to the rules before we just don't get a beta at all anymore. Yeah, I think Joel, you made a good point though. Like with um, like being negative, it's not even just that. It's that admittedly like how i'm comparing it to these games that are coming out with open betas they're new games they're not like the f- the 15th installment in a franchise that's already established like the ones that come to mind right now is splitgate um is, is popular right now if you haven't seen that or in back for blood um two games that are coming out later this year open betas and they're and they're going crazy like they're having streamers stream the betas and stuff like that they paid them to stream the betas um and they're getting you know 50 60,000 plus viewers in a stream for these for these new games but like I said, FIFA is going to sell its copies no matter what every single year, regardless of what the beta is, good or bad, anything like that, whether it gets shared, the beta, like, or if it's open or closed. So I, I do see like there's way more risk to open it up for FIFA because they're going to sell the copies if it's closed and they can get some feedback where if it's open, they'll get their feedback, but it also might turn some people that are be like, oh, I'll wait till Christmas, I'll wait till EA access, it's free, I'll wait till whatever. So I do understand that. So I guess if you have the beta, don't, don't, don't risk like not ever getting the beta again by talking about it 
Is there any merit to the news that came out a few weeks ago saying that this is going to be the last one where you actually buy a physical, well, not a physical copy, but like you have to buy a copy of the game um, where they're just so going far, to have... So far, it's just rumors, I think. Nothing's been... Yeah. yeah oh, so okay, so there's no truth to it yet. So what Joey's saying is that FIFA every year will come out with a new game that you have to buy, but Ultimate Team is going to be essentially like work like a Fortnite, a, like a Warzone, a free game. Um, on its own, like it's a uh, ultimate team can make its own standing thing in the store that's free essentially. So like, I guess the way to compare it is COD because COD comes out with a new game every year. But if you have Warzone, Warzone gets updated, and you don't need to actually go and buy it. It'll be it's separate and it's a separate game to the the game that just came out. Um, but I haven't I haven't seen anything past that original tweet that you you're talking about. So I don't I can't say for sure. It would make sense though. Season like they've already started adopting the season structure, um, which we'll get into I guess now because. The biggest change is going into FIFA 22. Um, no new modes necessarily, but they division rivals and flat champs got a massive, massive overhaul. Um, started with the division rivals. That is now kind of the focus of the competitive mode. They've added an elite division um, above division one. Uh, everyone starts in division 10 this year. No placement games because there's more rewards. They've updated rewards going up the leaderboard. So if you get division 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, you're going to get better rewards than you did last year. Um, and how do you guys, what do you guys think of the division rivals? Do you understand it, the new ladder system and everything like that? Um, in part, yeah. I've, I've not fully understood the entire thing, what it's like with the ranks and the, the progress you're making. Um, I think they haven't been perfectly clear on that. Or maybe I'm just stupid and I don't understand what it says in the pitch notes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a bit confusing to me as well how it intertwines with Weekend League. But, um, if I'm understanding it correctly, it seems like a decent change because it's now less focused on win-based rewards and um, it's like it's like a point-based system, it seems. So you, you get points as well if you lose. Obviously not as many, but it's, it's not the end of the world. Then you can you can have a loss and still get the rewards you, you want and, and those things, you know. It seems like a good change to me. Takes, yeah. the, takes the negativity and the toxicity out of champs a bit. And uh, the elite division, in my opinion, is a fantastic addition to rivals. That's exactly what we've been asking for for years, isn't it? Where you can see the top 200 on rivals with the highest skill rating, and it seems to be the way to qualify for events as well, where the where the top top players, um, you know, they progress. Yeah, I think that's a good change. Yeah, and uh, one thing they did add that affects me and stuff like that. Um is no relegation uh like you can't relegate yourself out of a division so if anyone's played apex for example um that's in a game that has it uh i'm trying to think of other games i don't play a ton of games competitively and anything else but apex has a thing where once you hit like so it's bronze silver gold pro, like diamond predator and stuff like that's so like once you hit like the bottom of the division so like say you're silver one and you hit gold four as soon as you hit gold four you can go up and down within goals so and go gold four three two one and then if you get relegated gold one two three four but you can never actually go back down to silver once you hit the gold and that's going to be working the same way so if you get promoted to division three there's tiers within division three um like the ranks and you can go up and down those but you'll never like drop you won't drop back into division four again uh, and they might they might do the thing like apex does like every season they bring everyone back down so like everyone's yeah, I, a I think, fair playing field you, you start in division 10 every single time when the season resets don't you yeah so so it'd be that, but then like once, so if you start in Division 10, you get your way up to that elite division, you'll be in that elite division till the season. You'll never be able to get relegated out of it, which is good for pro players. 
um, in, in the sense of a lot better practicing um, with each other, and they'll know and they'll know who they're playing and stuff like that. Because, like you said, that top two hundred leaderboard is going to be available for everyone to see. Yeah, great change in my opinion. Great, great, absolutely great change. Stuff we've mentioned on on the pod many, many times, like <laughs> countless of times. Um, I remember comparing it to World of Warcraft um, maybe a year or so ago when we would talk about what they should do to division rivals. But I love the season resets. It makes you kind of have to play it to grind again. So that gives you a good reason to log on during the week. Whereas uh, for the past few years, FIFA has been pretty much dead during the week. And like you would really only play it on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, like they, you had really, unless it was some special objective card or... I don't know, maybe you had a really good team of the week. Other than Thursday rewards, um, there was really no reason to play FIFA, unless, obviously, for the love of playing the game. That's it. Another thing which I really like is there's no more day-based rewards, meaning you can open your rewards at any time of the week. It's not Thursday, which should be interesting for traders because they've kind of, a lot of traders have relied on reward day to to invest and flip so it'll be interesting how the market does i'm actually curious to see what happens yeah i've seen some traders already talk about that a little bit they'll be like they're they're all the ones like um i saw even the gay a friend of the program here said like your your people that were doing like daily flips though like are the real traders anyways like the ones that are understanding that markets daily are yeah. the, are like the big ones and they're gonna be as successful if not more successful this year because of you know, there's going to be an influx instead of just like you said, like a one massive influx on a Thursday. There's going to be consistent influx daily um, of cards in the market because of people opening packs Mondays, Tuesdays, anything like that. So I think those trades will be fine. But yeah, you won't see like the the Thursday here buy these cards because they're going to be infiltrated on the market and then sort of thing on Thursday. Do you guys know how many games are for the champions? Uh, the essentially the new weekend league. Like, how many games are there, or is it just a point based? Like you keep playing until you get. I don't. Point? I don't know to be honest. Um, I don't think yeah, they don't say it. Yeah, there there is um, rumors of it being twenty, but I don't think that's been confirmed yet, has it? No, no it doesn't actually say a specific number. It says, um, our goal in Foot Champs this year was to improve accessibility and reduce the overall commitment right, required to participate with fewer matches in the week so it has to be less than 30 right in theory if it's, yeah. if it's saying even fewer matches it doesn't say just like the same amount of matches throughout the week it says fewer matches in the week interesting yeah there's there's nothing regarding how many games uh as in with that i've heard that it's less than 30 i've heard that it's 20 yeah that's what yeah, that's saying. What, that's I, what, i've, I've seen that rumor as well but it's not it's not been confirmed anywhere or denied I will say this. I don't know. Is there? Do you? There's probably a cap somewhere, but maybe it's because listen, listen to this. We've moved to a points-based system rather than wins. So even if you lose, you're still going to progress. I'm wondering if there's. Oh, it's almost like a. And you just you play until whatever you want. So if you can keep playing and lose fifty times, but win another fifty. Let's say you play a hundred games, right? Mm-hmm. You lose half and win half, and then. Uh, you still get the max awards because you just kept playing and playing and playing until you got to that rank. I wonder if that's how they're doing it. Could be, but do you think it's all? Well, do you think it's gonna be almost like rivals last year where there was a, so there was a game cap? So like people that relegated were always worried about like hitting that cap of games because you're obviously losing right away and you're not getting any points out of it. But like in rivals, you were still even though you were going down in your division, you were still gaining like points on your like ri- rewards. So do you think like they'll they'll have it? I mean, there must be a cap. 
but there that's probably how I assume it's gonna work more like rivals. If you look at the screenshot, there's something that says three matches remaining and then points to rank, and it says you have like third you need thirteen points to to rank. You, yeah. One win is five points, one loss is one point, and it says three matches remaining. So it doesn't have the cap. Also, another thing is it says champion finals ends in four days and ten hours. Yeah. So that's weird. That's more than than we get. That's three days. I don't know. Again, if it's just and, well, just it's a week. It is weekly, so it is throughout the week. But do you also see in the second screenshot underneath the words "foot champions"? It says "play foot champions" on the left. It says five champions entries remaining. That is for the playoffs, I think. Okay. Right, right, right. You, you get you get week. points by playing rivals to um, qualify for the foot champions playoffs, and then you have like nine attempts where you have to win a certain amount of games to qualify for the weekend league sort of thing. It's very, very confusing, I think. They've not made it perfectly clear what it's going to be mm-hmm. like. I don't quite understand it myself. Yeah, I think I think there's information missing because yeah. the screenshots they're showing, like I said, shows matches remaining. It shows for the... I'm talking about champion finals, which is essentially now we, what we call weekend league is going to be called champions finals. That says champion finals ends in four days and 10 hours so that's weird yeah. unless that's a mistake or something they did for beta i don't know i don't know if there's just a mistake on the on the screenshot but i'm assuming they're gonna do one more pitch notes kind of explaining everything in more detail now i have a question is um is anything competitive related gonna be taken from foot champs at all or is this only division i don't i don't think um anything competitive related will be in champs it's all gonna be through rivals and the elite yeah, division that's what we've been wanting for years. Yeah, yep. at most it's, it's maybe they use, I think. they can use these playoffs and championships as as more of like teams will use this to be like, oh, let's see how. Um, because rivals obviously you're not guaranteed head to head against like other pros, but maybe teams can use like foot champs and champions playoffs and all that stuff to be like, oh, this guy's like proved it like in in like games against other pros sort of thing. But not like EA won't be using it for anything competitive. Well, I don't I'm, know. That's just like a thought. A thought of mine. I would imagine these teams would would consider it at least. Look, um, regardless of what they've changed, I I like both of these changes, and I think it'll actually get me back to playing and not feel burnt out by the time we the weekend comes, or sorry, the weekend ends because I've had to play, you know, m- like multiple hours of FIFA per day from Friday to Sunday. You yeah. know, so that's just a massive, massive change that I'm I'm I welcome. And if it's twenty games. Oh, that's gonna be the best. You can bang them out in like two days. Yeah, and that's that, well, that's that's what we've all been wanting. It's like give us the week. If I have like a Tuesday where I have a slow day at work and I get out early or something like that, I can go bang out ten games in one night. And now I've got half my games done. And I can just if I have a busy day at work and I don't have to play any now because I've made up for it or something like that. And or if if like something like I had a housewarming party yesterday, I didn't wasn't gonna touch my Xbox all yesterday. So like it, that's now when it was weekend league, it was like oh, there's one half of my weekend gone essentially. So now we've we've found ways to make it up, sort of thing. Absolutely, it's amazing how unhealthy both, I would say, both mentally and physically, foot really was the past few years. If you think about it, like mentally, it's draining. Especially even if you get like a disconnect for pro players, it completely ruins their weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Physically, you're sitting at in front of a monitor for you know at least three hours a day. I would say to bang out. 30 games for the weekend and it's it's nice to see like they've they've hidden now your record so it's not so much based on your wins and losses 
they've changed it so you don't have to win multiple you don't have to go 30 and 0 you can go you know 28 and whatever or 25 and whatever and still probably do really well so i'm I'm happy with the changes man it's it's finally finally something good they've done with that yeah for sure like like i said this is something like i would say it's you guys too like for me i'm gonna have to get back into like streaming and stuff like that to, to ever find like a love for fifa again but even stuff like this like making it so that while i can be a little bit less on the game i'm still actively participating week in week out like as it was before fut champs is like you know thursday comes around and it's time to submit like that i want to use my foot champs points to qualify like to get in and and it's like yeah i've now committed i have to get 11 games at least wins and what done or else i'm screwed for the next week if i have it free time now you can kind of participate without having the worry of like oh what if i get busy and i don't have enough time to finish my games like it's way more spread out and stuff like that it's gonna it more people are gonna i, th- I, th- I think more people are gonna participate way more than they did this year that's the hope that, yeah, that is the hope. I guess the more from people play, the better. What I'm not um, fully understanding yet either is um, the how the rewards work when you claim them, because it, it obviously depends on how long the competition is available, and mm-hmm. um, when when it resets essentially. So how often can you claim them? Can you claim them right after you finish playing all your games that you can play, or do you have to? I don't quite know because they said it's not it's not a set date for you know you, you play and claim so does that mean when I'm done with with the max amount of games I can play I can just get the the rewards for that I think so I think yeah. as soon as you're done you can open your rewards the question is can you preview your pack before claiming it like for example let's say you want to stop at oh let's say you want to stop at I don't know what the ranks let's say rank three because I don't know what the ranks are so I'm just using it I don't know yeah. but if you're able to preview your pack and be like all right I'm done it's, there's an Mbappe in here I'm done for the weekend no that that is 100% not gonna happen okay <laughs> I figured no because yeah because the only reason the preview pack thing is the buying of a pack so less gamble yeah. it's not gambling uh, if they tell you what's in it um but that would, that'd actually be a kind of a cool little addition. Not like what you said. Like, you can't just like, oh, you fin- you get out of a game and you just you just have the new rank. Like, let's preview the pack. I think it'd be like when it's when you're out, officially out of games and it's like you can open whenever. It's like preview the pack and then be like, I say it's a Thursday or whatever. And then the new like promos, like you or the old promos leaving, new promo comes out Friday. And like you like maybe hold for the new promo and stuff like that. But if you, that'd be cool if you could preview it that way. Preview on tradables and tradable packs. I guess you yeah. can't. Uh, that stinks. Yeah, so I don't think they, I don't think they'd be able to do that. I'm just trying to. Oh, no, I don't think so either. I think I think their way of of combating the whole gambling thing was so genius. Yes, <laughs> the preview pack was so good. I was like, damn, that's and it's, and it's beneficial for those that you know don't put money on the game either because oh yeah like i i check i don't check daily but like if you if this was the beginning of the year I, I would i would be i'm gonna be checking daily. Just because, like, I ha- there was the one off chance, like, I got. I mean, now cards are worth nothing, but I because of Fuddies, uh, there was like a special card in a 7.5k pack. You know, granted, it only sold for 20k, but it's like, well, now I'm just gonna open up a 7.5k pack now. Um, so it, there is benefits to people that don't spend the money too. Like, it well, obviously, it's huge for EA because they could keep the gambling going well, without calling it gambling, but it's also beneficial to those who just are on the game daily doing their preview packs. Kind of like checking for SBCs. Like if you see like a good value yeah. SBC, getting it done. Right. Now you check for preview packs, and if there happens to be one, I saw even like Nepenthes was talking about it, and like with the preview packs, like even if a seven point five k gold sells for eight k, that's huge for like traders or or people that are just like grinding, like no money spent. Yeah, um, I like it. it's good. 
trying to think of some other things. There is some co-op now. They're not exactly what we asked for for co-op, and I know that's been like the point of disappointment on Twitter. Um, biggest, I'd say biggest point of disappointment is co-op and, and how they've added it. So they've clearly listened to us, but they've added it poorly, where it's just like a drop-in experience um, with co-op. So you just you just kind of drop in and play against or play with a partner, but um, it's not exactly like people wanted co-op um, like rivals or whatever, or fought champs, I guess in this way, whatever the competitive mode wasn't. Um, and that's not going to be the case. It's just going to be online friendly. Like it was last year. I kind of wanted to see like a co-op weekend league mode or something, but yeah, that's yeah. What I was saying. people wanted that or whatever was like, it, so obviously they moved competitive to rivals. So then make weekend league, the co-op thing. I'm not sure it will it will be um uh, or I don't, I don't know it's, it it feels like they've miscommunicated it once again because I'm pretty sure you will still be able to play um with a co-op partner in in division rivals. Mm. Oh yeah, cuz you could just add like the yeah. This one the one the new mode is different. So what the new mode is for people that haven't seen it is it kind of looks the menu kind of looks like squad battles where it's like it gives you a squad to use. Um, so you don't use either your squad. This is so like obviously the way co-op worked this year was like you and a friend would go in. This is like if you wanted to play co-op but with some random on your team. Um, so you pick the club you want to use, and when you once you click that, it starts searching you for a partner for your squad that has the same preferred squad as you. So they get it's it's cool in a sense though, because the what I what I would think about this is like uh, this is another chance like draft to use cards that you maybe don't have in your club already. Because these these teams are gonna be pre-built for you already. Yeah, as long as they don't get rid of the way co-op is uh, this year, I think it's a good addition. But yeah, yeah, g give us the chance to play with our teams, with the people we want to play in the modes that we want to play in. Co-op draft yeah. would be sick, for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there. That's been that's been my biggest point of disappointment was that it seems like another year where draft maybe hasn't been touched. Yeah, because um, I feel like they would have told us. Uh and they've completely like banned. I don't think it's the same much, but the ban draft is banned on the beta. Not banned, but it's just not available to try. So that also maybe makes me think like maybe there is something that's going to be coming out about draft. Maybe it's like a separate mm -hmm. pitch notes. I hope. Last, I draft last has ever been... Was draft in there last year? It, it wasn't in the last one, but it was in FIFA 20. But they didn't do anything last year with the draft either, so that doesn't, yeah. that doesn't provide me with much hope. <laughs> so disappointing because it's a game that has huge potential, I think. Draft? I think it's outdated, man. I think they got to figure something out. Yeah, the, the, the way it is right now is outdated. They need to change it, but I think it can be amazing if they do the right things with it. What can you do to draft to make it... Like, I'm I'm so bored of draft. I've um, suggested making it like a league-based system rather than this knockout format. So you draft a team and you get four games with it. No matter whether you win or lose, you play four games. And depending on how many you win or lose, then you get rewarded. Yeah, but that's it's still like the same overall concept. I'm just wondering yeah, how that, uh, that, that would be a good change to me because there is people who aren't that good at the game and they don't have a chance to try the best cards in the game. They pay 15k entry, get one, one game. game with Cristiano Ronaldo, and then get clapped three 0 in the first half, and they're like, "Oh, I might as well quit." So they've spent 15k on 45 minutes of a horrendous gameplay experience because they got their asses handed to them. So yeah. maybe then, maybe then, if they got to play the four four games. There is one game among them that they, they that they can win. Honestly, I wouldn't. Even if you lose I, all four, you'd know like you'd still understand a player, like how the player yeah, plays. Yeah, but the, the, you you just get more time to try the players in the worst case scenario. 
honestly, based on how they've changed rivals and fut champs and like hiding your record and this and that and, and not focusing it on wins, I wouldn't be surprised if we see a similar point-based system on draft. Yeah, I'd, I'd like that. I wouldn't and be like surprised. And like I said, co-op and, co-op and draft would be huge. Yeah, a co-op. I want to see a dedicated co-op uh, mode. Like I really do. Something that's reward-based as well. Have you heard the, speaking of co-op, have you heard the rumors about what's going to happen in the competitive formats? Uh, the one where it's only on PS5 or whatever? Um, that is one of the rumors, which I don't know if it's true. It seems like you can qualify for events on Xbox as well, because it's all going to be through the new rivals and the elite division. But all the actual events, like lands, are going to yeah, be well, played on PlayStation. I mean, it makes a lot. There more will sense. there will be Xbox players in the events. They're just going to play on a PlayStation. Is essentially right. what I'm what I'm hearing. I don't know if it's true. It's not been confirmed yet, but um, that seems to be the situation. Much more interesting is the fact that. Almost every single tournament um, or event or whatever is going to be 2v2. There is like, I think, two dedicated 1v1 um, events. And this is all just rumors, by the way. There is NDAs and stuff, but, you know, rumors are spreading. Some people can't keep their mouth shut. Um, Yeah, you're hearing a lot of different things through the vine. But it seems to be a a case where most of the events are going to be 2v2 exclusive. So yeah, which is a, a massive, massive change, especially for the up and coming players. That is bad for them because what you, you're trying to break through in the in the community, you don't know a lot of people, and when you make events, you need a co-op partner in it, and uh, it, it's a massive difference to play two v two against one v one as well because you could be the best one v one player, but you just can't get along in co-op because you can't get used to playing with someone else, or you can't find a partner that you click with. It's very different, I think. 2v2 has definitely got a place in the competitive uh, scene. I really enjoy watching it. I enjoy playing it as well. But to make it the the main point or the almost only thing in the competitive scene, I think, is a, is a bad change. It's much too drastic and too soon, especially if they don't tell people way in advance. Because now every team, every esports team, has got to... Um, it's got to make up their roster in a way where they can have co-op partners for their players. That is what I'm what I'm hearing. That that is probably the reason that Footwiz is pulling out of South South America. Jesus, I can't speak. Is uh, that change because they they need to find co-op partners there and uh, need to sign additional players and stuff. It's really hard. Maybe that's where we have to swoop in, start a team in South America. <laughs> I, th- I think there is going to be teams in South America. There used to be SPQR. Um, there's been a couple anyway. I don't know all the names of the esports teams. I've been out of the loop with with esports for quite a while now. But um, yeah, it's tough because then uh, now you you can't just be a team with just one player that to get started off or whatever. You need at least two, and they mm. need to be compatible with each other as well. They, they need to both be in the elite divisions. What if your co-op partner that you click with or play amazing with is not in the elite division? He can't get there because he's not good enough, but together you're a really good team. And then you play with someone who's in the elite division and it just doesn't work. There's so many things to consider when it comes to 2v2. I think it's a, a, a much too drastic change overall. It makes it really hard for pros. Yeah, it'll be and interesting. The benefits of, of the... 1v1 format is you, you just have that one person who is considered the best. You know, this is the best individual player, but they... Uh, it's tough, man. I, I don't know if I like it. I, I like 2v2 as a 
as a thing per se, but to make it the the only thing in competitive, I don't think is a good idea. If it's true, what the what the rumors are saying. Yeah, for sure. Forcing that upon teams is definitely, a, I would say, a, a negative thing. But like you said, like it is a very fun. I th- I thought the two v two is the most fun competitive thing to watch. So definitely understand EA's wanting to have it more involved in tournaments. But yeah, like if you just force that, be like, oh, everything's two v two, or like ninety nine percent of things are two v two. That that's where I think it becomes an issue. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. What else has even? I mean, <laughs> I was looking at the other pitch notes, and it's all celebration packs, stadium packs. Like no one cares about that. So no, no, not really. Um, this was really it. The only news, not the yeah. Really- Fud Heroes is cool. Um, to quickly talk about that, uh, I think that was kind of cool. Is like players that maybe don't deserve icon cards, but you know have some sort of like they were either a hero of a league or a team or something like that, like a Robbie Keane. Um, I mean, there's a lot, but uh, some of them were old. Um, like icons that were there before, like uh, was it Freddie Lindbergh used to be an icon or was a legend and then got taken away when icons came out and stuff like that. So there are some cool ones. They they get some cool links, but from what I've heard, again, I think it's rumors. I don't think they officially announced it, but everyone who pre-ordered the game gets one of these guys. Apparently, they don't come till December, so you don't even get that player till December. Um, and they're eighty about eighty six to eighty eight rated for most of them. Um, so by December, they will be irrelevant. So that's going to be the good fun about that. That's so silly. Yeah. I don't understand. Uh, that's one thing that bothers me also with Ultimate Team is how quickly some of the cards or players become just irrelevant, really. It's a, it's a tricky balance. Uh, you, you've you played some other um, sports games as well that have Ultimate Teams, right, Joey? So if you play Madden, they are... So Madden's probably the best, I think, competition because of it's probably the second most popular Ultimate Team that EA has. Um, What's it called? I was gonna say I can't think of it now. Like MLB is not 2K, and then uh, or is not EA, and then 2K basketball is not uh, EA, obviously. Um, and then hockey has like nothing. So Madden is sort of has like some similar player bases, obviously way smaller, but so they're forced to come out with promos and cards all the time and come up with like crazy ideas to keep people on. Madden has an extensive, extensive single player offline challenge mode to get cards. Um, bunch of free cards. Like I, I played casually this year, and I have a large amount of 99s on my team, um, just by playing the game, and not really, you know, buying packs or anything like that. So, um, they've done a lot more, and they, like I said, their like base gold cards are irrelevant essentially the second week the game comes out. Um, and now I think EA is start, our EA is starting to do that with FIFA as well. Um, it's promos every single week, or you know, at most every other week. Uh, and it's starting to make gold cards essentially irrelevant. Yeah, gold cards are, are irrelevant rather quickly, like really, really quickly. Yeah, you get like the handful of like one or two, like your name, Marcia Ronaldo's, where people use them a little bit longer. But again, even those ones are so expensive off the drop that no one really uses them. What about, you know, it's uh, the new ones, the watch change is nice, where they don't have yes. to get an inform to get upgraded. They have to just win a certain amount of games out of 10 or something. Yeah, so similar to Headliners, that that, that mm. promo, where after the Headliners came out, if they won four in a row, um, that was how they got upgraded in this one. Yeah, like I think Joey said, it's like a certain amount of games out of 10, they'll get upgraded, and they still get upgraded through their normal informs and stuff like that. Yeah, that's a good change as well, I think. Yeah, I mean, how many ones to watch every year go without a single upgrade, like Defenders and stuff like that? It's honest, crazy. It's 
um or like and then what will happen is like halfway through the year they're like wait this guy's got no upgrade and then they'll put they'll put the one not they won't be a once to watch but they'll put that guy as like a promo card and then the once to watches becomes useless even if it did get an upgrade yeah so that's a good change um one thing we can talk about it's because i mean it's like i said i was saying this is like beta but not beta is the um main menu change we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording for me, I thought FIFA 21 had the worst main menu of like any game of all time. I hated it. You'd have to click like play, then then yeah. squad building challenge, then the squad building challenge you want, or play friendlies, friendly mode you want. Um, and now they've changed it to where there's three tabs at the top of home, which has like your big things like your store, your transfers, your squad building challenge, and objectives, and then the news, which I don't think anyone ever clicks. Um, <laughs> and then, but a whole separate tab for play, which has all your modes like separate break. Uh, broken out there so you don't have to click within something within something to click it and then club has like your stats your your actual squad but you can still do the scroll down or the aim down the left d-pad to do squad so i do think that was a, a quite a positive change again it's one of those ea changes where they mess something up to only come back with a pos- like a positive change i'm air quotes here um so something they love to do either take something out or or change something in a bad way so they can come back the next year and, and sell it as a positive change which is what they've done with the menus here yeah, menus are, are a lot better than they used to be. Mm-hmm. Way, way better. So non-intuitive, the last ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. like I said, it was, you'd click something to then click something again. And, and like, squad building challenge was under play, which makes no sense, because you don't play a squad building challenge. Oh, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it was just under play. It was like, there, it was like, you'd be like, it was like, FUT Champs, Division Rivals, squad building challenge friendly. It's like, well, one of those things doesn't like the other. Right. Um, so that's like I said, that's positive change. It's one of those that's like wrapped in a negative change because of last year, but positive change at the end of the day. So, um, in terms of gameplay, like we said, we played the beta, but we can't talk about the gameplay on that. Um, and there's uh, there's been like news on the gameplay, but it's a little bit old news now, so it's not, I don't know if it's really necessarily worth talking about today. But unless you guys have anything that you want to specifically talk about that's come out in a pitch note on gameplay, um, I can't think of anything. As of now. We are in that awkward stage where we've yeah, played the yeah. beta, so our, our mind is so confused by the beta and like stuff like that. So we don't want to like we like what what was in a pitch note? What have we uh, just experienced ourselves? So like do, I said, do you guys as... know how long the beta is going to be there for? It said it on the email. Let me just double check. I, I think it's September third or something. September. Oh, okay, so that is like two or three weeks before early access drops. Yes. Okay, that is going to be interesting. How they then encompass September the. 2nd. But we'll have, we'll have the demo again. as well. Because they, they have, from the end of the beta, they have three weeks to to deal with the feedback and change the game accordingly and stress test it. I don't I don't think they are going to be able to make a lot of gameplay changes based on no. beta feedback. No, that's, they, no, no, that's always the first to. patch. Yeah, that's always that patch that comes out like the end of September. And early. then again, I don't know how how um, up to date this build is that we're playing. It might be an old build, and they've already got a much newer one that is going to be the initial game that is going to be released. You never know. I, I don't know when this build is from. Yeah, in years past, that they've that's been confirmed that this is like already like two builds old. But again, I don't know if they've you know yeah. if they've streamlined the service. Is this is this really just like not the most recent build, but maybe just like only like a like a pretty recent build of the game? Yeah. If they um, want, they've been able to streamline yeah. it, but. If they want feedback, we should have been playing back in June or July, not 
a month yeah. and a half before release. So. Yeah. Again, like they said, like their their our feedback isn't going to help them sell games, so they don't really right. care. What it's right. going to do is like that first pa- that first like end of September, early October pe- patch. It's going to keep the people that have played the beta or played like early access and all that stuff. It's going to keep them interested because they're like, oh, maybe my like the feedback that we've given is is going to fix whatever's broken currently because you know there's just going to be something broken. It's 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 any video game. It's it's impossible to to release a game without something broken. Um, but like you said, yeah, if they really cared, if if they cared about our feedback or making the game good at release, we should have been playing months ago, but they don't. So we're going to play it now and they'll, they'll get to it when they get to it. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I guess if that's it, we can leave it there. Um, hopefully we'll get some more, like we said, so today's August 15th. We've had the beta for a little bit and September 2nd, like Joey said, the demo is going to be right around the corner after September 2nd and then early access, not too far after there. When is FIFA 22 release? Sorry, is October 1st. So actually, it's well, I thought that was in September, but I guess not. So I guess the beta ends a month before release. But early access and like you said, demo will be there. So we can definitely talk about those. Um, hopefully, there's a nice early access glitch where we can actually play more than 10 hours. Um, if not, you know, we'll, we'll do use the 10 hours to find stuff to talk about on here. Um, but yeah, without further ado, if you guys did enjoy, please. Subscribe on all the podcasts and platforms of your choosing. Please follow us all below. The links will be down in the description for that. We thank you guys for listening. We'll be, uh, I mean, we can try to do these live, I think. Like, it is called Felt Live for a reason. Um, we'll try to do them live once the actual game comes out. For now, it's just, like, news and stuff that breaks. So if, if we record, it'll be, like, random. Like, we didn't record last week. We probably won't record next week because nothing's going to come out on FIFA in the next week, probably. Uh, but if something does, obviously we'll be there to talk about it. We're not going to talk about FIFA 21. <laughs> None of us like that, and there's no chance we're going back to play that much. So, but yeah, no, if you guys no, are... I'm I'm done with FIFA 21. Yeah, I, if, if they come out with like an Arsenal SBC, maybe I'll go back and do it like an bombing like they just did. But that's about it, or a USA SBC. But that's that's all. I'm not actually playing that game. Um, so yeah, so we won't be talking about that. So it'll only be a FIFA 22 news comes out. If you do have anything you want us to talk about pre FIFA 22. Um, like you said, we might do like an episode where we get a couple creators on that, like give us their wish list for FIFA 22. If you guys have anything you want in that wish list or any questions to ask anybody that could possibly come on, maybe we'll do like an episode in like two weeks before or three weeks, like somewhere in between the beta ending and uh, early acts coming out. Maybe we'll do an episode in between there and we can get some people on to talk. So if you guys did enjoy, like I said, please subscribe, follow the links down below, follow us in there. We'll hopefully be doing a FIFA 22 giveaway as well. Um, All that information will be on Twitter, so follow the Twitter and you'll definitely see that. Um, But yeah, without further ado, we'll see you next time. See See you.